Hi, I'm Sandra Buchanan, Hudson, New York, on Iron Sharpener Broadcast. Glory to God. If you are here on Iron Sharpener, I welcome you. I thank God for your life. Please share the link. We're here with a powerful woman of God. Her name is Sav Pastor Apostle Savage Jagai, all the way from Trinidad and Tobago, here on Iron Sharpener. What is Iron Sharpener about? Iron Sharpener is a platform that God has used to be a blessing to everyone that have gifts and talents. Glory to God. And if you are one of them that have something great inside of you and you want to share it to the world, let us know at ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. Email ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. You could also call us. 518-703-8487. If you have a story, a testimony, the Iron Sharpener is a platform for you to come out and share your gifts, your talents, your story, your testimony. Glory to God, because a lot of us, God have placed greatness inside of us and we don't know what to do. We don't know who to talk to. We don't know how to make it come alive. We don't know how to give it birth. But I'm here to introduce Iron Sharpener broadcast to you so, so that you can give it birth. You can give birth to the greatness that God of place inside of you. Glory to God. I welcome Apostle Savage Jagai. Hallelujah. Woman of God, are you on this broadcast today? Yes, I am. Glory to God. I would I thank God for your life. It's an honor to for you to be on this broadcast and i know it was a divine destiny that we get to meet not physically but we are here glory to god i know it's god's doing so we just thank him for that i want you to share a powerful testimony of what god did for you how you got into ministry like your life and then after that you could just bring a short word for the people of god amen Okay. I greet you all in the name that is above every name, Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. And um, I thank God that uh, at the age of 22, I became a Christian. I came into contact with the Lord Jesus Christ because I was very, very ill. And the doctors had said that I was going to die. And um, some people, some Christians saying some things prayed for me, and they told me if I gave my heart to the Lord that He would um, use me tremendously. But I didn't do it immediately. I still waited, and then there was a gentleman that came and shared on my workplace about Romans ten verse nine and ten, which says, "If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ." And believe in your heart that God had raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I came home that day and I kneeled, knelt down by my bed and I confessed exactly what the word said and I became a Christian. I was saved. I was from um, another religion and um, I was, I wanted a change and I wanted healing. And then Jesus did heal me. So uh, that was at age 22. So it's now... 44 years, I'm now a Christian, 
and I've been in ministry 42 years. And on the October of 20, 2007, I was on my, I was scheduled to travel to uh, Iowa City through Prophet Rohan, who introduced me to that nation and ministry there. And God bless Prophet Rohan today, my spiritual father. And um, while I was there, I was going to do a women's conference, Minister Buchanan, and um, I had when I had traveled with him at first, and then I came back, and they wanted me to come back to do a women's conference in Iowa City, true and Portia. And um, I was on my face before God concerning traveling because I never do anything without the Lord releasing me. And if I don't get released, I don't travel or I don't move forward. Sorry, I apologize. So while I was waiting before him, he said to me, I would like you to start a ministry called Out of the Box Ministries 1. And it entails dealing with battered women, rape victims, molested victims, marital problems, divorces, any sort of emotional problems and hurts. I said, okay, Lord. And he gave me the scripture of the woman with the alabaster box. And um, so that was in 2007. So as I traveled to Iowa within the same month, as I landed in Sabican, and are you there? Yes, I'm listening. Yeah, as I, as I landed in Iowa City, Waterloo to be precise. And um, the day for the conference, it was amazing that they were out of the box ministries too. <laughs> mm. And God told me we will be out of the box ministries one, not knowing that there was already out of the box ministries too. And the exact scripture he gave me is the exact scripture they had as their scripture for the ministry, their logo and all, everything. Wow. It was amazing. And at that time, the Lord used me there to minister to a lot of women on the same day that I was ministering a woman, her husband had asked her to for a divorce and she was in, in shambles. And God used me there that day to minister to the youths and to the young women and the women that who were going through emotional hurts. I still have pictures of where the youths were got, they got saved and they came and gave their heart to the Lord. So that is in a synopsis as quick as I can give you. A uh, little rundown on what I've, God has used me to do in the nation of Iowa. And then there are other countries that I've traveled to, but I will just leave it at the, this for now. So that was one of the, that is how our ministry was formed. Now, when I came back from my travels, it was in January, we went forward. He said, I want you to go forward now, and I would like you to register in the, this ministry under the name of Tony Box Ministries 1. And we went forward and we did it. Karen Joseph, my daughter, who has been with me for almost 17 to close to 20 years, could be less, it could be more, um, went with me and we did all the paperwork. And by 14th of February, 2008, Minister Buchanan, we became a, a legal entity. Our ministry was incorporated as out-of-the-box ministries one. And this year in February 14th, we celebrated 14 years in ministry our ministry has been established 14 years now. Amen. So that's in synopsis. The best I 
I can do if you need anything for that. You can tell me, Minister Sandra. Yes. So, um, when you got saved, tell me about your your route to salvation. What, what exactly do you mean? What what it is you want me to say? When you get saved, what year? How I got like, like what? um in nineteen seventy nine somewhere there. Okay, so. Um, how did you know you were called into ministry? Well, in 1981, 1984, the Lord told me that um, I was working in, my, in, a, in a sawmill that deals with lumber and stuff, and I was the um, secretary supervisor there. And while they were doing their work, the Lord spoke to me and said, I've called you, like Jeremiah, to be a prophet to nations. I wrote it in the Bible, and I never said anything to anybody about that because I got a little scared, and I left it there. And then in 2004, God told me that I was called to be a prophet to nations. Not a prophetess, but a prophet to nations. And in 2004, Prophet Rohan came in the church that I was going to. I think that's when I saw him for the first time, and he... After he ministered to a couple of people, I was the last person he ministered to, and he said, just like Jeremiah, God has called it to be a prophet to the nations. The exact word, Minister Sandra, that God gave me, Minister Rohan, Prophet Rohan gave it to me without knowing me and who I was. And that confirmed my ministry there. And then there were other two other prophets that told me that God has called me to be a prophet. And he said, a prophet significantly because the level of the anointing that will be upon your life, you'll be operating in the office of a prophet. And I was ordained in Iowa in 2009 as a prophet and a pastor, more so a prophet to the nations. So that's how, but I knew that I was called because God had spoken to me first. And then when I was confirming him out of two or three witnesses, the minister, Helen Sinister, who ordained me in 2009, told me the exact thing God told me. Another prophet, um, Dr. Rogers, told me the same thing. And then, well, Prophet Rohan had already told me before they all did. So three major prophets told me what God called me to be without me telling them anything. Is that good enough? Yes, that's fine. So tell me about your deliverance ministry when it comes to women, a lot of brokenness in the ministry. Tell me about that. I imagine that you do a lot of deliverance. Um, yes, but the ministries are overall prophetic ministry and we do deliverance and um, a lot of miracles that take place. So exactly what in what how would you like me to describe what fivefold your fivefold ministry? Yeah, it is fivefold and um with I want to ex answer exactly. I still don't understand exactly what you want me to say. Um deliverance, as far as deliverance, uh, it's a question. Do you do a lot I know, of deliverance? I know it's a I know it's a question. Well, the ministry is based on deliverance because that's what the mission, that's what the Lord had told me that I would do a lot of um I'll have to deal with a lot of emotional hurts. And there are a lot of women that came in, Minister Sandra, that have were raped, molested, um, were victims of of incest. Mm. And when they came in, 
they didn't, the parents and whoever brought them came for answers. They didn't have the answer. But when I, when they came in, it's through the Spirit of God, not, no, nobody could know anything except through the Spirit of God, through the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits. He revealed to me exactly what was going on with these, some, sometimes in cases, was young ladies, sometimes it's older women. I remember there was a woman in particular that was 55 years old and she was raped and she was eight years old by a, um, a gentleman who's supposed to be of a religious background. And nobody knew until the day that I came into contact with her and the Lord revealed to me her real problem. And she wept and wept because she kept it for years and these things made them bitter and angry. So besides doing um, the, the, the deliverance in that sense, you also have to do damage therapy because they were damaged emotionally. So what I would do is I would go into personal one-on-one, -on -one, you know, conversations and we go into, and then you see, you have to keep, no, after you do that, you have to also keep them in the wood, feed them in the wood, feed them with the wood, and then keep them in prayer. So what I usually do is, train them and teach them how to come out of it until they could stand on their own. Because one of the requirements of the ministry that the government, the ministry gave us, the Ministry of Legal Affairs, it said, we allowed for six months to train and keep them, plus make them marketable. So what I always try to do is make them marketable after they are delivered or during their time of deliverance. So. What it is I do, you pray through the spirit of discernment, you see what spirit attacks them. Then after that, you do counseling. Then you lead them to the to the word and show them how to pray for themselves. And you, you guide them until they're able to do it by themselves. Amen. So you mentioned something powerful. I think we've got to stay here for a little bit. You said the Ministry of Health or the Ministry of the Government Say it again. No, the, the, the government officials in our country, the Ministry of Legal Affairs, told us that within six, we are we are allowed to keep a person six months, but we have to make them marketable within that six months so that they can become self-sufficient and able to stand on their own after a period of time. So we have to lead them into whatever profession or whatever occupation, whatever they are okay. capable of doing. So... Are you saying that these people are coming from a lockdown facility? No, they come directly from their homes. So how is the official got involved into, that's why I'm how, trying to, yeah, how, how do they got involved to say, make them marketable, marketable, keep them for six months? How they got involved in the process of these um, people that you're helping? But, let me just clear up something. It doesn't mean to say only for six months you help them and you leave them alone, you know, Minister Sandra. But the what the law states, that's what the, the legal aspect of the law is. That's what in the that is one of the um rules they gave us, right? That at least by six months they should become marketable. But you and I know that that doesn't happen just like that because some people emotionally are more hurt than some, and it takes longer than that. So what I do is ongoing ministry, you know, but during the process, you have to teach them how to become marketable, marketable in the sense that right. 
what they were saying they didn't want them to become totally dependent on me or the ministry but they must be able to be be able to find what their um qualifications is or, or wherever they are capable of going forward now so what it, what it is encouraging so, to us to do is to make them uh market up a market of any sense that they can be find out what they are capable of doing and help them to go forward whether you find a job for them or train right, them or get somebody to train them yeah like yeah, that right but my question is how does the officials get involved when you uh, have a corporation like a ministry in your country the official have to govern every individual that comes to your church no you mean the government official no 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 that was just a when our ministry was being registered that is one of their rules that they they give they lay down but they don't come back and always um always govern that you know they don't do it. it's a general rule and that is what i should say a general rule for ministries okay. so but they do not interfere with who i minister mm -hmm. to or how long i do it but they just give you a guideline so that you'll be able to know how to move forward i hope you're getting I, this yes i'm getting this um i just want to let the listeners that's why i'm asking you listeners have to understand yeah, I, I i just trust that i'm coming clear enough when we went to register sorry i should have asked permission but i just want to explain further when we registered the ministry as a legal entity and incorporated the ministry those as one of their general rule for most ministries so in other words what they're saying they do not want the people just to be dependent on the ministry or me but they want them to also grow, mature as they go along, as we teach them. But you know, sometimes when somebody's raped or molested, that takes a little while to get them back in track. Some people take a little longer time. So I would never leave them on their own. I will walk with them through what they are going through. I understand. And then you, and then you find out what area they are. Okay, like you might be, you might be efficient in that area, in 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 business right and you find out what area they are efficient in and use and try to guide them in that area so that they will have something to do because most of the times when they get molested or raped sometimes they, they if they go back to the same environment it is not healthy for them right so, so they encourage explain them. Uh -huh. sorry explain your process the process, the process of recovering for the those that are that you treat the molested abused woman boy girl what's your process over a period of time first you have a consultation with them can you explain the process of okay um, how it started to recover well if the first the first thing is sometimes I don't know these people. They um somebody put them on to me who knows that I do ministry and then they would come in. I would minister to them fine and when I find out exactly what is wrong with them, then I would begin the process of allowing them to confess how they feel. Because you see, it's one thing I can tell them exactly what God says to me, but if they do not confess what they are going through or what they felt, the anger. Sometimes you have to you now you have to touch you call trigger point. There's what you call a trigger point. If you get to what their trigger point is, and when you touch that trigger point and the anger flare up, 
That's when they get a chance to get rid of the anger because when you're molested, you become angry. Angry mm. with everything and everybody. So one of the major process things you have to deal with is how to get them out of anger. So then you lead them to the Lord first. Then you have to gradually go, because Ms. Buchanan, you know that this is a, emotionally, this is a very hard thing for a man or a woman, because men have been treated to, to face, especially if they are molested by a trusted relative or a friend. And the betrayal with that is very hard. So the process you have to take them through, you, know, you have to counsel them on a daily basis, gradually using the scriptures, and then you have to naturally allow them to heal too, because not only scripturally must they be healed, you could use the scriptures, you have to allow them to naturally feel normal again, because they have lost their normality as an individual, because they were raped and whatever was taken away from them. They, they, they were, uh, what should I say? Huh? Your purity has been robbed. Yeah, they were yeah, their virginity, their purity, their innocence was lost. As you what I was looking for, their innocence was stolen from them. And then to start now, and they wouldn't know how to do this again because they have to now start over with an impediment and with a block, knowing that they were emotionally interfered with. As, what is the hardest thing that I notice with these victims is that the person who, who molests them is the person that hurts them the most. Right? Yes, if because, it's a family member, like a, how do you move, remove them from the home? How do you do that? Well, do you, do you sometimes shelters? they cannot move them from the home because some most of them don't want to move from the home. Hmm. And that's where the danger is. But to move them yes. from a home, you have to put them into like a halfway house or a place Delta. where we have counselors and, 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 and that's the process I wanted to get to because I have not been able to do that just yet. But what are, what are the problems, and I'll be frank, that you encounter when you're dealing with molested victims, they don't realize that they are being abused and molested. And to them, the other person is normal. Because by the time they tell them they're sorry, they go back. So it's very difficult to get them to move Minister Sandra, I'm being honest. They don't like to leave the environment because they don't want to leave the known to go to the unknown and they're scared. So then yes. you have the, the what you have to do now is deal with them in the same environment and try to get them mentally to move forward. But that's and I will be honest, I don't know if others have encountered this. Mentally, you can't get them to move forward because they do not want to leave the environment. I know, especially when that's the, a safety net for them. It's very they, hard. They think it's a safety net, but they're still in the same environment. And then you find that they go back to the cycle again. As soon as they, they get healed, they go back to the cycle because the person comes back and abuses them yet again. I know it's hard. So it's a, it's a mental thing because they will tell them, I am so sorry. It's, and then they'll bring, they'll be saying, if you tell somebody, I will, they threaten, there's threats. Yes. 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 Consequences that the, the abuser put on them. So how do you break that when they want to stay in the same household? It, to be honest, it is not easy to break because they. I've, I've had an experience where they go back on the side of the abuser. 
And mm. then they turn and they turn against you now and making you look like you're you're you're, you're creating conflict between them and the abuser. Yes. And they, then now they move away from you and then they become your enemy. Because the abuser tell them that person don't like you and they just want to break up your marriage or break up your relationship. And that's one of the things we have to deal with. I know. And a spiritual point. How do you do that spiritually when they're in your congregation? Um, you well, preach the word and what happened? Is, did you have an experience with that? Well, you see, sometimes when the word comes, it comes direct from God first, but then you deal with them one-on-one. -on -one. Yes. Because you see, you have to be careful that you don't uh, interfere with their emotions. But Mr. Minister Sandra, I will tell you something about people who are abused and molested. They never see it as that, but they see you now as the one helping them as the enemy, you know. Yes. And most often times you end up on the other end of the stick that you are the one that created in the conflict. And so they land up staying in the environment. And you yeah. cannot force them to come out of a place that they don't want to come out of. That's true. You can't. So that's where the difficulty is. But how do you, um, what are the signs for children, for teenagers? What some of the signs that you see that let you know, I know the spirit of God show you. Yeah, but, but what, like what some what are some of the signs that parents should look for? Yeah, because nature? besides besides the spirit of God, because if you don't have the spirit, you should be there's not there are natural signs. Sometimes you look at them playing, and if they put two, like they have dolls and they put the two together, that was a sign that something is happening. Then you'll find they have an unusual anger. Mm. Right. And sometimes if you touch them, they'll get very touchy. Mm -hmm. They push you away. Okay. Yeah, there are several signs, you know. And um, then you'll find they want to cuddle, cuddle all the time too. But how will you deal with that, with their being abused and then the parents are also in the same congregation? Like That must be challenging for you. It's very difficult because... You call the parents together now, and you, um, you talk with them. But you find now the father is the one that always fights back because the mother mm. is willing for the change because the mother knows the child is being abused. But the father wants to protect his image because if it is his, if it is the father's relative, he protects the relative, not the child. If it is the mm. mother's side, she'll protect her relative. So what I've seen happen, ministers, and this is significant because it did happen. They, they both parents now get on each other's side and forget about the need of the child. Because the child come and cry out to you and say, so-and-so is happening to me and I'm being touched. And um, mm. I don't want to go back there. So when you approach the parents and you try to move them, they say they're not moving because why? They don't want, they want to protect the relative that did it, right? And then too, they said they don't know about any other environment. They're safe where they are, but as said, is the child that is in trouble. Mm. So they don't want to move forward, Mr. Sandra. And then the next step is they leave the congregation. Right. They leave the church. And it's 
In some cases, this might sound harsh, it might be better that way because you see, you, can't, you, as, uh, uh, you have to tell the law what is happening. You have to report it. I understand. You have to report it. Is there any but, cases where you, um, what, what's the result of that when you report there, What I, you see now, you can't report it because it convinces the child that it's not happening. Mm. And the child has to now lie. So what they did instead, they move away and then they started to they'll speak the ministry and the, the, the leader of the ministry and try to discredit it so that everybody will take the eyes off of that, that situation and look at the church as not good. But yet and they remain you... with the problem with the child and the child has to lie. My God. It happened, you know. The child has to lie and said, no, it never happened. Because the father threatened the child to lie. There must be something that we could do to help the situation because it's occurring, it's, ongoing, ongoing abuse. Yeah, it's abuse ongoing. In the it's family. The, 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 the problem is, I did it once with somebody the law got involved, and at the end of the day, our ministry got blamed because the person turned out now, going back to the home, going back to the family, and saying now that we are at fault when we try to protect the, the young the young person from that kind of abusive environment. And it ended up now she turned out abusing us instead and going back to the same environment and becoming our enemies. So what happened, there's a police officer that was involved, and this is private information, said we should back off because the um, person didn't want to change and wanted back to go back to the same environment. She tried, we tried, and still we couldn't work it out. You see, we cannot work, one thing, Minister Sandra, we have to be aware of, we cannot work against a person's will. Eh? That's true. The will is important. But if the will is taken away... But you see now, if it is taken away and you try to help them, you see, they come back to the same point. They want to go back home. Wow. And they end up abusing you instead, you know? Yes. They become the abuser. And the abuse is very, very, very bad, Minister Sandra. Mm. It's, it's very bad because... It's very bad because um, they now see you as the one that is the problem. That's true. But I'm sure by being in the congregation, by being in the services, and the spirit and the power of God is moving, I'm sure the, there ought to be some conviction and brokenness if the abuser come to the service and the spirit of God is moving, I'm sure there got to be some conviction where they come to repentance and want change and then want the counseling. If that, that happens sometimes. Can I be frank with you? All that happened and they still end up. They go back to the... Yes, yes. It is something I have been dealing with for a little while, and um, it's heartbreaking. It's, it, it's, you get heartbroken to see that you know that they are in trouble. You go 
you, you reach out to them to the best of your ability. And then yet, I will say it like this, a slap in your face because they now turn against you, you know. And yes. the person that is abusing them now become their friend, you know. But until the damage is already done, so yes, until the yes. child or the young lady grow older to realize that man, I'm messed, I'm a mess, and they want the change, they probably run away. Sometimes they just run yes, away from the yes, home. yes. They stop doing good in school. It affects them. And this is all what I try to release the show. But I am telling you, that is something I have been recovering from a, a, a kind of... It's hurtful to see that a little child has been abused and that the parents are not... And saw it happening and not doing anything. And when I try to do, instead of we having an understanding, they, they, were, they became my enemies in the sense of that they said I was trying to mash up their marriage, destroy their family life, and the child want to stay with her parents. I said, okay, so so what is hap what happens? I don't know if it ever happened to you. You now become the person that they the enemy. look as the abuser. So what does the police have to do with this when you report? Well, you see now, if they have to investigate that, You'll have to go to, to investigate it thoroughly. But then what is happening? The parent don't, wouldn't go forward because they, they're denying that it happened. Nice. Mm. It is a very, very, very ticklish situation. It might sound easy to do, but it is a situation that creates the most enmity, Minister Sandra. And you've heard that you would go to as a minister that trying to help this person that you know is in distress and wants to come out. I think the hurtful part of this whole situation is you trying to help them and they reject you now and make the child see you as a bad person. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. I've dealt with that. I've been go going through that. Yeah. My God. So tell, um, just a minute. Tell um, Tell them who anyone's falling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Close it on me, man, on air. Yeah. Yes, Minister. This is I'm, I'm, a, I'm a granddaughter. I come to just see me for a minute. She left. Okay. Do you need to take a break? No, 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 no. Okay. So um, what I'm saying is this. Uh, there must be something that we can do. Um. I will tell Lord, you something. Yeah. Eh? Listen, listen to this. Even if the law gets involved and and um, you take them to another environment, this is what I'll tell you. Honestly, they still go back. Yes. We're going to take a commercial break because we're going to talk about some ways that um, we could brainstorm and help because this is happening all over. All over in the US, it's all over in every nation. Yes. And it's ongoing. And we need to we need to do something. We can't just sit back and continue to see kids being abused. Well, actually we're not sitting back, you know. And 
I know, but I mean, he has to turn back. But and we are crying out to God, and you end up, you end up being more hurt than them because you know that what has happened. But then you see the the Bible describes these situations and show you the the root of it. Is he? I'll come to the spirit that creates that the Molech spirit. But I know you said we're taking a break. That's another area now we'll have to touch, the Molech spirit. And I'll explain that to you because when I was dealing with this in the Lord, took me to Leviticus 20. I didn't understand. the woman of God, the Molech spirit. Yes. And yes. commercial before you get to because this is powerful. For those who are watching Iron Sharpener and listening to us at DFWI Gospel, or ironsharpener.net. We are on YouTube. We are on Vimeo. We'll be on LinkedIn. We'll be on Facebook. Glory to God. We are here in Iron Sharpener with a powerful woman of God all the way from Trinidad and Tobago, Apostle Jagai. Glory to God. I want to announce a business. If you're in the Atlanta area and you need a new automobile, glory to God. It's called GMD Automart. Omar Buchanan, and his number is 678-751-1431. GMD Automart, Atlanta, Georgia, for used automobile. If you are in the Hudson, New York area, and you're looking for a medical doctor, board certified, OBGYN, Dr. Tanya Mays, June, and her business is called serenity medical day spa serenity medical day spa located at 968 columbia street hudson new york 12534 and her number is 518-567-7405 again 518-567-7405 serenity wellness medical day spa Dr. Tanya Mays June, board certified, OBGYN. She also do laser skin care for all type of skin conditions and hair removal and acne removal and age rejuvenation, skin rejuvenation. The woman of God, Dr. Tanya Mays June, she is excellent, top doctor, one of the top doctors in upstate New York. I'm telling you, it's a great environment, great spa. She's skilled, excellent. Talk about be professional. Glory to God. I recommend her. I recommend you going to her board certified OBGYN, Hudson, New York. If you're in the Hudson, New York area and you're looking for a caterer, Caribbean Kitchen, glory to God. Caribbean Kitchen, and it's on Fairview Avenue. Margaret Ryman, 518-653-3764, 518-653-3764, glory to God. If you're in the Hudson area and you want to get a seamstress, glory to God. Her name is Leela Smith and her business is Dorcas Sewing, Dorcas Sewing. And her number is 518-653-0600. 518-653-0600. Glory to God. Seamstress. She will ship 
ship your fabric to you and your measurement, you ship it to her. She'll do alteration in your pants. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. She will ship your clothing back to you. You send her a measurement. You send her the fabric. You send her the clothing. Hallelujah. Leela Smith, Dorcas Sewing, Upstate New York, Seamstress like no other. If you're in the Upstate New York area and you want to buy properties, Win Morrison Real Estate. Win Morrison Real Estate. And I'm your agent. Glory to God. If you're looking to buy properties in New York, upstate New York, downstate New York, vacant land. If you're looking to buy a storage unit, you're looking to buy property to do a new development. If you're looking to sell a house, looking to buy a home, I am your agent. Win Morrison Realty. Upstate New York. The number is 518-703-8487. 518-703-8487. Glory to God. If you're in the upstate New York area and you're, glory to God, have a needing to detail your vehicle inside and out. Margaret Rhyme. Rhyme Auto Detailing. Rhyme Auto Car Detailing. Rhyme Auto Car Detailing. 518 653-3467. Oh, glory to God. If you are in the Hudson, New York area, and you're looking to do your taxes, Celia Graham, tax preparer, 518. Glory to God. 518-821-5164. 518-821-5164. If you're looking to visit upstate New York and you would like to stay at an Airbnb, if you go on the Airbnb website, you want to look for authentic home and spa Airbnb. Authentic home and spa Airbnb. Authentic home and spa Airbnb. That's the name of the Airbnb that you want to stay at Upstate New York. Glory to God. We are just thankful for what God is doing. Again, Dr. Tanya Mays, OBGYN board certified physician, OBGYN and laser technician. Glory to God. 968 Columbia Street, Hudson, New York, 518567. Glory to God. 518-567-7504. Glory to God. If you're in the Hudson, New York area, and you're looking for a catering, a place to order your meals, Caribbean um, American meal, it's JS Cuisine. JS Cuisine. You can order, glory to God, and the number is 518-965-1926. JS Cuisine 518-965-1926. You could look for JS Cuisine, J Cuisine. J Cuisine is also on Facebook. All kind of delicious American dishes, menus. It's uh, out of this world. The food is amazing. J's Cuisine. The number is 518-965-1926. 518-965-1926. Nine six five one nine two six Jerry's Cuisine and it's upstate New York. 
So um, another business I want to announce, Serenity Wellness Day Spa, a day spa or other. Glory to God. Serenity Wellness Day Spa, 518-821-6704. 518-821-6704. Day spa like no other. Glory to God. And those are the announcements. And I welcome back Apostle Savachi Jagai, all the way from Trinidad and Tobago. We're talking about her ministry, glory to God, and how she, she take care of, she counsel marriages, kids or abused and molested. And she's just teaching us the process of what happened and how can we fix a problem? Amen. Glory to God. So, Pastor Savitri, are you here? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay. So, can you... okay. Um, before I put you on, there's another commercial I want to announce. Um, All Nations Church, if you're in the All Nations huts in New York, I want to welcome you and invite you to our church, All Nations Huts, New York. Our services are 3 p.m. on Sundays, 7 p.m. Tuesdays for our prayer meetings, 7 p.m. Thursday evening for our Bible studies. And I want to invite everyone to our Easter concert in April, April 17 at 5 p.m. New York, All Nations Easter Concern, title E is Risen. He is risen. It is glorious. Our nation's church, Hudson, New York, having an Easter concern, April 17th, if you're in a Hudson, New York area. Glory to God. Back to you, Apostle Savitri. Yeah. Yes, Minister Sandra. So we were talking about helping children or in abuse home. What can we do? when the parents are not cooperating for recovery, for healing? Yeah, because one of the things you have to remember to even though we may move them from the environment, the tendency, as I was saying, to go back is there because it has happened, right? And yes. what we are dealing with is um, what the Lord had shown me a, year, a long time ago. And he had told me to go to the book of Leviticus and that is where you find about the Molex spirit. Molex. Well, Molex, and then they say Molex. So I'll just, the Molex is a, um, a foreign deity that illegitimately gives place, given a place in Israel's worship because of the policies of the, the apostate kings, kings that fell away from God. Then Moses gave in um, the law, he said expressly by God that. He forbade the Jews to do what was done in Egypt or in Canaan. It's a Canaanite God. You shall not give any of your children to devote them by fire to Molech and profane the name of your God in Leviticus 18.21. Yet kings such mm -hmm. as Ahaz, King, 2 Kings 16.3, Manasseh, 2 Kings 21.6, were influenced by the Assyrians as reported to have worshipped Molech at the hillside of Topek, outside the walls of Jerusalem. The site flourished under Manasseh's son, King Ammon, but was destroyed during the reign of Josiah the Reformer. And he defiled Tophet, which is in the valley of the sons of Hinnom, 
that no one might burn his son or his daughter as an offering. What they used to do, right? They, yes. they take the children, not more like it's a fire god, and they offer up these children to Molech, and they have to pass them through fire. Mm. It takes my back, my back to here a lot of many years ago when I was in my work environment, a woman came in that was in a cult. And she said, whenever you see children are disappearing and you cannot find them and they are being kidnapped, know that they are being kidnapped by people who want to offer them up. And she said, what they would do is take the heart and feed it to horses and to different animals. So the Mola God requires that a certain season in in um the in the year at certain times they will require children as sacrifice and i don't know if it happens there but there are times over here a lot of children get very ill some of them disappear some of them be just run away from home as you would see and different things happen and then the god will say the more experience is at work so what i would do I would go into prayer and break it because God who showed me who the Molech spirit was. And, you know, Solomon was one who introduced the Molech spirit. Solomon. Yeah, he introduces as Milcom, which means Molech. Because mm. remember, Solomon had many wives and many different gods. His heart was turned away. Yes. So in order to appease his, 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 the, um, the woman he was with, he, he did that. But you see, what we have to realize in society that with all these things that are happening, there's one major enemy that we have fighting with, and that is the devil. Because when Lucifer was in heaven, he wanted, he wanted to be noticed and to be recognized as the main person. When he was kicked out by God with one of the angels into the earth, he came back, back with vengeance. So what has always been his his purpose, and will always be his purpose, is to interfere with the image of God in God's people. As Genesis once said, we are creating the image of God. So now, if you snatch them, if you notice something, right? Even from the days of Pharaoh and Herod, they always wanted to get rid of the male child. There was always a conspiracy to interfere yes. with these from above. That's why they had to hide Moses. That's why Jesus mm -hmm. had to flee to, to Egypt, yes. right? And that is why Herod and they were like that. Why? Because they wanted to destroy the image of God from, from birth. So children have always been a target, even from the beginning of time. So now, if the parents, and I believe, honestly, it's because of pride, because of embarrassment, that they don't want the child to get involved because when the law gets involved, they have to ask some very, 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 very private questions. That could be very embarrassing for the child. So the parents don't want to go through that if it's a brother, a mother, a sister, whoever, because they are women have become lesbians because another woman. I want you to know something that I've discovered. Eh? I just pause to go in the next direction. And you see, same direction, but for another thing. People do not become lesbians just like that. I realize that lesbians came because somebody touched them. Molestation. And yeah, well, I know it's molestation, right? And I'm just saying touch to show you yeah. 
All right, let me go with what you say, molestation. But the molestation include touch, it include yes, yes, abuse yes. and every form of thing. So I was just going to make a point that now touch is something very significant. And however you touch somebody, that touch will affect them five. So if you touch yes. somebody tenderly, they'll always remember a tender touch. If you touch them in a certain place and you keep touching them, that then what happens, they become, they will eventually be attracted to that touch and look for it. And anybody touches them like that, they'll be drawn to them. So lesbianism and homosexuality was not just from to a vice. It was also from to molestation, to men and women being raped by another person and molested and touched. So the Molech spirit is the one that the, the devil uses to attack children. And it is a very high sex spirit, Minister Sandra, very high in sexual immorality. And most of the gods, that, and it stems from Baal and Baalism. Yes. And because of that now, you see, Baal now is the false god. And the, when Elijah destroyed the prophets of Baal and Mount Carmel, he destroyed them, but it never died. Right. It continued. So one of the things we always have to fight with and face is these spirits, Minister Sanjay, and whoever listening. We as ministers, we as leaders, we as intercessors, we cry out earnestly to God for the deliverance of people. Because it is real yeah. a heartbreaking and heartrending thing to watch a little girl, three and four years old, being molested, and then you tried to help and it didn't work out. Now you're looking at the future of that child, however that child will be affected. If nobody comes forward to help, now what will happen? That child has to wait till they reach her age to help themselves. But let's say from three to 18, they're being molested. Who could help them then? If the, and then some mothers live in denial, eh? Yes. My husband will never do that. No, you are, you, you are, uh, and what the children complain of that they are being, now, the they become the target of the mother. Mm. Because the mother now protecting the husband if it's the husband. Right. It's a very, 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 not that, nothing that God can't fix. I'm not saying that. But in reality, God will fix it, but it will take a lot of intercession, a lot of destroying of our lobos, demonic forces. You have to do warfare with a lot of demons. And if they come from a certain religious background, some of the back religious background allow incessant. Are you there? Yes, I'm listening. In certain settings, it is allowed enough. So you see what we we are dealing with now. God is all powerful and nothing is impossible with God, right? Right. But one of the things that Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed for was sodomy, the, the same kind of incestuous molestation spirit. Because if you look at when 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 Amnon molested and raped his sister Tamar, right? That's true, yes. What 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 are the underlying spirits that came after? Spirit of murder. 
anger, division in the family, because now, Ab now Absalom took revenge. And then Tamar was left now scared. And as you continue to study her, she became a prostitute. Mm -hmm. And then her own father, now this in this guy, she disguised and he slept with her and he didn't even know that. So that spirit is in her, so she continued to yes. ah, manifest. That's it. The spirit now, when they are molested, it, it now inhabits their body. So yes. you have and to do deliverance. You have to go to the root now, as Jesus did, and cast out the spirit that has been released. Because, you know, when you sleep with somebody through sex or whatever, take on that spirit transfers to you. And you act in certain way, different, yeah. Yeah. So then the person now take on your spirit, your mm. habits, and your ways. It's called transference and counter-transference of spirits. Now, exactly. you have to be ready in the spirit of God to destroy it. But I think one of the problems that in lately in this society are people that want deliverance. But as I said, because now the spirit is now within the person, you cast it out. Sometimes they go back now and they get involved, the spirit comes re-enter, but it comes back worse. Stronger, yeah. Yeah, seven times worse. And, and then that behavior, then the behavior be, be, becomes more addictive. Yeah. And if then they sleep with one, yeah, then they want more and they want 10 more yeah, people then to they see they if they meet another person of like spirit, then that's how they now become lesbians together. Now they become homosexuals together because they both will touch in the same way. So that is why we yeah. are dealing with this problem. We have it spiritually, but then there was a, also a physical touch. Yes. A pretty much physical touch to take place. There had to be a spirit that promoted that. And this mm. is where the Molex spirit was introduced. Yes. And in, in with the Baal spirit, even um there were mothers in, the, in if you go through like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and all these books, you'll see where the mothers and the sons were involved. Oh, well, I, I'm going to look, look at Noah. Noah two daughters got him drunk, right? It was Sandra, it's yeah, the yeah. Incest slept with their father and, right, and yeah, slept yeah. with him. She said, Well, I will sleep with it tonight and you will sleep with him tomorrow night and that's how Lots, look, yeah. at, look at something that is how the amnon and the edomite spirit something came in because it was incestuous spirits so incestual now spirit. the parasites the jebusites the amorites the hittites and all of these spirits are always stemming from canaanite gods and canaanite spirits and now because yes. of this, we are dealing with these things in you know, and these spirits mm. are incensed against God Himself, so they are they are fighting. That's why, if you notice, God destroyed some nations and some people because of that. That's true. The Ammonites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Jebusites and the Edomites and all the Canaanite spirits were always warring against the Israelites. You know, mm. when Balaam. And Balak, right? They asked him to curse the children of Israel, and he could not do it. He said, What I could do, open a door sexually for the, the men to go into the woman 
And with that now, they open the door to sexual immorality. Yes. Sexual immorality is a very high spirit in the world today. And may I say, it is very bad in the church. But there is deliverance available. Of course. I am not saying no. Either. What I'm saying, we no, have I'm the saying, problem. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm just to you that what is happening, but I'm not leaving it without the fact that God would give us the ability to bring deliverance. Because in the yes. end, God is the final authority on this earth, and God is the one who created man. And God is the one that will give us the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit to bring deliverance. But we also must have pure, clean, and holy life. We cannot be like the seven sons of Sceva who went to cast out the demon and said, Paul, I know Jesus, and but who are you? Otherwise, we are all be stripped naked if we don't have the correct anointing to cast out these demons. <laughs> Amen. I agree. I'm enjoying this, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying it, too. <laughs> Glory to God. So we so just have we, to... Huh? Yeah. Sorry. We're so now we see why, why we are facing all of these things in the world today. And when God in the past, and even in the New and Old Testament, whenever a, a nation gets out of hand, and there was always plagues that infested the land. Eh? Remember that? Yes. And then David had to, when he sinned, he had to go on the threshing floor. And I'm asking, no, I'm coming with the answer, Minister Sandra. I'm coming with the answer now. All right? No, I'm mm -hmm. coming with the answer. What we as servants of God and what we, our church has been doing and is doing at present, we have gone on the threshing floor. When David realized that the plague was because of his own sin and his own disobedience, first of all, he had to repent. Yes. And after he now repented, he went on his face. He went to Onan and he said, I want a threshing floor. And Onan said, I can give it to you. He said, no, no, no. I want to be able to pay for something, pay for it in order to bring the deliverance. So I don't want it free. So David went on the threshing floor and the plague stopped. Yes, and I want you to to elaborate right there because the things of God, some things are not free. We have to pay. We have to, there have to be a cost. Yes. And I, I don't believe that everything Christians must get free because I believe that, was, as a, that is a lustful, gluttonous spirit. And we must not only want handouts, we must be, and I, I don't mean to mash anybody's corner, but as believers, there are times we must give out, give out, pay. Yeah, because it costs. It has to come with a cost for you to understand and know that this is, it means something. You know what I mean? Um, why David did that? Because Can you tell David, us the scripture, please? What, where you find that in the Bible? All right. Well, why, just I'll tell you in a minute. Why David did that, right, Mr. Sandra, is because David was responsible, right? For what yes. was happening with the plague. Because David went and numbered Israel. What he wasn't supposed to do. I remember previously he had um he had slept with Bathsheba, right? Yes, he committed adultery. Right. But this time he went and he numbered Israel. That's when he became his when he went in his flesh and pride mm -hmm. overtook him, right? So right. um he realized now that in order for that to change, 
He had to make the sacrifice in order for the plague to stop. So he had to pay a price. And he wanted pay to pay the price. Your deliverance, yes. So he wanted to pay the price, both physically, financially, that is. And then he went and he lay on the threshing floor himself. And the Bible said that the plague stopped. Now I'll get it to you for you in a minute. The script, I'll give it to you. But I just wanted to explain. Well, I, I believe everybody should know what the threshing floor is, right? Yes. I mean, Jesson Floor is a place where you go and you're quiet, you lie, lie down on your face before God, and you, you go before him in repentance. It's a place of humility. It's yeah. a place of deliverance. It's a place of breakthrough, right? Right. And um, when you go on the Jesson Floor, I come into the scripture, but I just want to explain. I'm looking for the scripture, you Um. So the threshing floor is a place of humility where you go on your face and you cry and out to God. For when, especially when there's a situation that comes out of hand, right? Right. Like when, like, like in the case when David sinned, the Lord started to slay the people because God is a God of justice. And people yes. might think he would not take he will not um, act in it. He does act. He does act. And when when we as ministers act, people think you have you are too harsh, but you have to act. You must act in order for order and structure to return. So David had to go and sacrifice now himself, right? In right. order for the treasure for, for his the, the, the order to come back. It is in Chronicles. I'm just trying to get it here. I'm just trying to find talk to you and find it at the same time. Um, so in other words, in other words, in our lives, when we have strayed away from God, when you have fall down, you you slipped, you have to acknowledge and say, Lord, have mercy on me. You have to go on your face. You have to lay down before God. And yeah. Just and, talk to him and repent and say, no, Lord... Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to show you something that I, I spoke on on Sunday with the sin with Achan, right? Yes. Achan. When 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 Achan sinned, when when the Lord had told him, "Don't touch anything in Jericho," because it was an accursed city. Achan still went and took the garment for his wife. And two things happened there: he was disobedient, and then he stole, stole because God said, "Don't take." Yes. Right? Now, what happened when they went to fight in AI now? They lost. So they won a big city like Jericho, but they came and lost the battle with AI, which was a smaller city. Now, I want to show you something here. The, the, the leaders went and told Joshua, you don't need to send so much people because we could lick. In other words, we're we capable enough of destroying them. But you see, he did not acknowledge God. He listened to the people. Now, when they were defeated, what he did now, he went and he, um, he started to accuse God and said, why did you allow this to happen to me? Mm -hmm. He said, and he was, he was angry with God. Now, what will they say? What will they say about your name? The Lord said, get up from your face and don't ask me that. There's sin in the camp. Their sin, that's why they lost the battle. Yeah. So what he's saying is that 
He said, listen to me, Joshua, get up and go and search. They're still in the camp. Right? Yes. Now, if and they, found 20, huh? they found Aiken, yes. Yeah, and he had, now look what he had to do. Kill Aiken and his whole family. Kill you know, people everybody. Might people might say that's the New Testament, Old Testament, but in the New Testament, when Ananias and Sapphira said they were wiped out. They died as well. So God have mercy on whoever he wants to have mercy on. Yeah. And he's also a, a just God, so, right? I want to read the scripture for you. First Chronicles 21, 15 to 26. And God sent an angel to Jerusalem to destroy it. But as he was about to destroy, the Lord saw and was sorry over the calamity and said to the destroying angel, it is enough. Relax your hand. And the angel of the Lord was standing by the threshing floor of Onan, the Jebusite. And then David lifted up his eyes and saw the angel of the Lord standing between the earth and heaven with his sword drawn in the hand stretched out over Jerusalem. Then David and the elders covered with sackcloth fell on their face, and David said to God, It is not I who commanded to count the people. I am the one who has sinned and done very wickedly. But these sheep, what have they done? Oh, Lord my God, please let your hand be against me and my fathers also, and not against your people that they should be destroyed by the plague. So you see, when he took ownership and responsibility for the sin, for what he did. Are you getting me? Amen. That's First Chronicles chapter fifteen. Chapter fifteen. Let me get it back. Twenty-one. First sorry. Chronicles. First Chronicles twenty-one. And you, when you read First that, Chronicles twenty-one, if you have your Bibles, First Chronicles 15. twenty-one. If they can read the entire. In order to get the gist of it, they could read the entire. entire. Yeah. So because First they were seeing when David saw. The, the plague and uh, the amount of people, lots of lots of people were destroyed. And David recognized it was his fault. So he went right. and he prayed to God. So he bought, in order for God to hear him, he had to have a treasure for to cry out to God. And you see what he said? He said, I am, didn't I number them? Why are you destroying these people innocently? So even as leaders, and when, 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 when Joshua acted, then God and, and what Joshua did was go on his face before God, you know. Cry out for the people. Minister Sunday, he did not go in his face in humility. He went accusing God. Yes, full of pride. Mm. Ah, that's it. He was full of pride. And then he too was telling God, what will happen to your name? What right. will this be? But, but the Lord is the Lord of his name is I am, and he's the greatest name ever. Right. So what, what Joshua is trying to bribe God. But Moses, Joshua, David didn't do that. David went and repented. David and is God humility. So right. uh, the answer I am saying today to, to what has happened throughout the world, Minister Sandra, is that we, as servants of God, whether you be a apostle, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist, or intercessor, or a normal everyday Christian, the answer to the cry of the, the answer to the woes and the things that are happening in the world, we, we as God's people, must lay on our faces on a threshing floor and cry out for the mercy of God, for the nations of the world, for the incestuous spirits against all these things that are happening. 
And that's Amen. why I believe in God that the answer comes from us going on our faces before God. Remember in the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel had to lie on one side for a certain amount of days and right and then in left and a certain amount of days. Amen. Let me just slow down for a minute, Miss Apostle. So what she's saying is that as a nation, as a people of God, in order for us to have change, in order for God to move, we have to get to a threshing floor. A threshing floor is a place where you meet with God and you lay down on your face and you seek him and you cry out for the sins of the nation. Glory to God. To repent in repentance, in humility, not with pride. Oh, glory to God. And that's what I was, I've been saying also, Apostle Savitry, that as yeah. a nation, and we have to go back to the landmark or stony landmark of our forefathers to seek the face of God. And Apostle Savage is talking about the Molech spirit. Is it M-O-L-E-C? Yeah, M-O-L-E-C-H. M-O-L-E-C-H. That is governing our nation. The Molech spirit. It's running it rampage in our yeah. churches, Minister, in our homes, in our before you go let me just say one thing that well, you're not gone yet you're going to be destroying the world from inception and from beginning of time and apostle savagery we're going to extend the show are you okay with that woman of god what? Whatever you decide, I'm good for that with that. Okay, because um I believe there's more that we need to educate our listeners and our viewers on about this Molech spirit that's that's running rampage in our communities, in our home, in our nation. Glory to God. We're gonna go on commercial break right now. Praise God, hallelujah. Glory to God. There's a few businesses I want to announce. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area and you need an automobile, a used automobile, you want to contact GMD Auto, Automart, GMD Automart, and the number is 678-751-1431, 678-751-1431, GMD Automart, used cars are available. Glory to God. If you are in the upstate New York area and you're looking for properties, you want to connect with Wynn Morrison Realty all the way in Catskill, New York. And you want to connect me, Sandra Buchanan, 518-267-9181. 518-267-9181. If you want to buy land to build new projects, if you want to sell your property, you want to buy commercial multi-units, if you want to buy storage units, whatever way you want to invest, now is the time. It is a seller's market. Glory to God. So I will be your agent. Upstate New York, downstate New York. Glory to God. You want to connect. Also, if you're in the upstate New York area and you need a seamstress, you want to connect with Leah Smith. She does dressmaking, tailoring, seamstress, you alter men and women clothing. 
she also do um custom made if you need have fabric you want to make a fresh outfit she does that if you're out of state you could ship your measurements and the fabric to her she will get it done her name is lila smith and her number is 518-653-0600 again 518-653-0600 if you're looking for a caterer for caribbean dishes you want to connect with caribbean kitchen and the number is 518-653-3764. 518-653-3764. Caribbean Kitchen. She does catering if you're having a party or an event and you need some delicious Caribbean meals. You want to connect with Margaret Ryman at Caribbean Kitchen. If you need your car to be detailing like brand new you want to connect with dorian ryman and auto rhyme car detailing auto rhyme car detailing and his number is 518-653-3764 if you need a tax preparer it's tax time you want to connect with Celia graham in hudson new york and her number is 518-821-5164 Again, 518-821-5164. Sila Graham Tax Preparer. Glory to God. If you're looking for a home church to go to in the Hudson, upstate New York area, and you don't have a place where you go for fellowship, you can fellowship with us at All Nations Church, Hudson, New York. It's at 389 Fairview Avenue, Hudson, New York. 389 Fairview Avenue, Hudson, New York. And it's right in the Bagel Time Plaza on Fairview Avenue. Our worship time is 3 p.m. every Sunday. 3 p.m. every Sunday. And we have a Bible studies every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And we also have Bible studies every Thursday night at 7 p.m. So come and fellowship with us at All Nations Church. It is glorious. Glory to God. If you are in the Hudson, New York area and you're looking for a day spa, Serenity Wellness Center Day Spa, a spa like no other, Serenity Wellness Day Spa is also mobile. We could come to you for spa parties. You may be looking for a gift to buy a loved one, a friend, a mother, father, a, whoever it is. We sell gift certificates. They're on sale for Father's Day, for Mother's Day, for Easter, for every occasion. Gift certificates are online at serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com. Again, serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com. A spa like no other. It's in Hudson, New York. Glory to God. And the website is www.serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. We give God praise. Welcome back. I'm on the air with Pastor Savitri. We are talking yeah. about Amen. We're going to get glory into to God. the moment to announce our call-in number. And the number to call in on to ask questions. It's 518 
518-351-9236. And the access code is 8747-947. Again, 518-351-9236 if you need to ask questions. And the access code is 8747-947. Glory to God. So, Apostle Savage, could you give us more insights about this Molech spirit that's taken over our families and our communities? Okay. Molech was a Canaanite deity associated in biblical sources with the practice of child sacrifice. All right? You got that? Yes, I hear you. The name came from combining the consonants of the Hebrew Melech, M-E-L-E-H, King, with Bullshit Shame, the latter often being used in the Old Testament as a variant name for the popular god Baal. In the Hebrew Bible, Molech is presented as a foreign deity who was at times illegitimately given a place in Israel's worship. So it was illegitimate, it came illegitimately when Israel in Israel worship. In other words, it contaminated Israel's worship because of the policies of the kings. The kings introduced that spirit. The law that God gave to Moses, he told them, and if you if you all look at it in Leviticus 20, the Lord said that anybody who was worshiping that spirit, they would be cut off. He said, do not give any of your children to devote them by fire to Molech and profane the name of God. Right? Man. So, it was this a Semite member of a people speaking any group of related languages. Now, Molech is a fire god, you know. It was a fire god, and he offered, they the dealt mainly with children. You see, the, the children now, the pureness of the children, the innocence of the children is what they would look at there. Eh? Yes. So, Baal Ashura. Molech, all these are, are, are Old Testament gods, right? All the, right. they were worshipped. But the, 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 the danger with that is that what it was does is once children are sacrificed. The God, they call them, they require the sacrifice of children. Often, if, and remember, I was telling you, often the firstborn male child by sacrifice by fire. Mm. So, wow. with the with the situation with, with um Abraham and Isaac, God gave them an example there of how it will be done. That's why that's why he he stopped he stopped him from sacrificing Isaac, right? Now, yeah. there's another goddess worship in the days of I was Asherah. It was a deity associated with sexuality and fertility. And it was also a war god. It was it was also tied to the, the, the cult Ishtar. There's plenty of information, but I'll just give a few things, right? But all these are connected. So what, what we are getting at, the the fact that what is happening in our world today with the incestuous spirits, the raping and 
by relatives and different people stems from a god called Molech and the gods of Asherah and Ishtar and Bela. And these were ever since in the days of Moses. And people might want to contest and say, but that is not so now. But well, then Minister Sandra, but the spirit is still here. Mm. So now we are seeing where it has stemmed from. And the answer and the remedy I gave you was the threshing floor. Going on your face before yes. God. Now, when, when Daniel went to confess the sins of the people, Daniel said, Lord, we have sinned, you know. So he took responsibility there and he said, All of us have sinned as a nation. Now, what is the threshing floor? The threshing floor is a place of separation and revelation, a place where the harvest was prepared by separating the grain from the useless straw for the purpose of exposing and collecting the most valuable part of the, the, the crop. Why was the threshing floor important to Israel? Because for mourning rites, divination, materialistic, cultic procession, sacrifice, right? Can you what slow down? Can you say that again? Why is it important to Israel, the threshing floor? Say it again. Because instead, biblical have to try to talk slow. In ancient Israel, it was a site for mourning, right? Mourning, site for mourning. Yeah, where you dealt with cults and sacrifices. The kings would consult the prophets there. Okay. Even the Solomonic temple was built on a threshing floor. Right? Mm -hmm. I was to tell you, uh, all right. The threshing floor was also an important aspect in the story of Ruth and Boaz. Ruth and Boaz, yes. Um, it showed there that the, there was an in, in, in undeniable need for a redeemer who can be easily re reach out to as we acknowledge our need. The, the question for Minister Sandra is the answer you know, to everything. But your attitude to the question floor is what is the most important thing. You know? A spirit of humility. Yeah. So when a person goes on a threshen floor, they go to show them, to, sh to cry out to God so that change can come in. You know? Now, why did change. David buy? Yeah. Why did David buy the threshen floor? Aruna asked, why has my Lord the King come to his servant? And David said, to buy the threshen floor from you. And this is why, in order to build an altar so that the pestilence will cease from the people. But he said to David, let my lord the king take it and offer what is proper in his eyes. But David didn't want that. He, he said rather pay for it. Floor, yeah. He only just yes. Because he know of the value of what the threshing floor means to him. And then he took responsibility for what he did. Yes. Because he didn't have to number Israel. He went to number Israel out of pride. First Chronicles 21. Yeah. And Amen. because he did that, he had to cry out. So the answer to what we are going through in this world today and in everything is the Russian floor. Where you Amen. go before God and you do not go, you do not go before God with a grocery list, Minister Sandra. Just say, 
you, you come to yeah, you come and you present a list before God and say, This is what I want. No, you come first of all, you acknowledge your Lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ, you acknowledge the supremacy of honor God. Honor him, yes. Yes, honor. you honor him to worship and humility and, and only after you honor him, then you yes. allow him preeminence, then you're going to repentance. My God. And after you're going to repentance, then you wait in his presence and he will tell you what is the next step. But a lot of people, when they go into intercession and prayer, they always hurry to leave the presence of God. Mm. And they don't want to linger in the presence of God and wait mm. on him. Mm. The threshing floor is a place where you cannot be hurry. You cannot be in a hurry to, to, um, to just get off. And I have encouraged everybody in our ministry to find a corner in their home, find a white piece of cloth and lay on it and cry out to God for deliverance. Amen. Amen. Powerful, powerful information, Pastor Savitri. The threshing floor, glory to God. What is a threshing floor? It is a place where you that's hold a special place in your heart to meet with your God, a place where you, you humble yourself, you cry out to him and repent of your sins and you stay in the presence of God until you hear yes. from God. Amen. And this is the answer to the nation's problem for results. And we don't do that. And as a result of that, you will still see the repetitive, habitual, Ah, that's because, that's it. Yeah, that's because it's, it's become a strong man. When you're bound for deliverance, like you said, the child don't leave the home when there's abuse. It becomes habitual and then uh, it, be, it builds up a, a for what do you call it? It builds a strong man, a strong man, right? Yeah. It turned into a strong man because the sin is habitual and there's no there's no deliverance because they refuse it. So it becomes a strong stronghold. And then the, the then the person that is being abused begins to become comfortable with it. And then the spirit later, later on, they become abused, they abuse somebody else, and that is how now that sin spreads. They become an abuser as well, yes. Yeah. Because there was a time a young lady came and her father did it for did it to her for years. And when she came, she was demon possessed. And um, we prayed with her minister that she came back. She was okay. She started mm. to confess it and get better. But I don't know where she is now. I haven't seen her again. She didn't come back. I did not. She lost contact. She was not from all my ministry. She was brought by another minister for help because they couldn't do it because I do deliverance. So they brought her for, to, for deliverance. But the, 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 the seriousness of that minister, Sandra, is that sometimes if this spirit is not expelled and you have to go to the root, eh? The root, the foundation. Yes, spirits cannot be casted out surface. They must go to the root and you see a lot of people deal with demons but they don't go to the root of the problem the root of the problem is that she was um guys as long as i'm trying to look for the word and i'll find it just now but her privacy her person's privacy was invaded 
they were touched without permission, right? And it was right. the one of the person that they were so, oftentimes they were left with a relative in a trustworthy position, and then only to find that the relative they trusted could not be trusted or a friend. Mm. That is why I wouldn't recommend that you leave your children with any and anybody without supervision. That's right. It's something that I do not uh, agree with. That you, especially now, now you can't say young ladies haven't got a touching men too. That's right. I, I have had where men have come to me in privacy. Well, I would never reveal would their name, but that's private. But where an uncle touched them, where uh, no, I, I, there's a case where our aunt molested her nephew. And yes, men, men get yeah. abused as well. They, and what happened to this young man is that he went into pornography, right? And yes. even though he got married and he became a Christian, the pornography spread never broke off of his life because mm. he would leave it. And then what would happen? When frustration hit him, how he used to deal with it in the past, he go back to the pornography. So when we were doing the deliverance, when I was doing one-on-one -on -one with him, he said his aunt molested him, and nobody never knew that until he met me. And that is when he's a, a, a man now. And there was another one that he was molested, and he became a, a, a homosexual. I think the problem is that our culture has creates men to be this macho man. And then when they are broken and when they're uh, uh, abused, violated, they're, they've been taught to deal with it. You're a man, suck it up and so forth. They're hid under the, in the closet and they, they're hurting. Yes. From a child and they never got help. So, this is a big situation. Men are abused and they need to come yes. out and speak yes. about it. Now, yes. women, boys, our little boys, grown men, have been, have been abused by women. Yes, yes. So this is a topic that we have to touch. Apostle Savitri, we run out of time, but you have to come back on Iron Sharpener. Glory <laughs> to God. Because this topic is getting hotter. The temperature is rising in the studio. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glory to God. And we want to call men who have been abused to come on to Iron Sharpener to call yeah. in and share your testimony. We want to hear from you because it matters. We need to impact this generation to know that there is help. There is healing. The blood of Jesus. Minister. Sandra, can I just say a quick prayer because I don't want to leave the forum with touching. Oh, yes. And if we touch spirits, so they will be remain lurking and they could attack us. So I have to put these spirits to rest now while praying. So okay, please do. Father, in the name of Jesus, we you know when I came on, I did not even know what I was going to speak about. But Father, this is an area you have used me in, and I thank you that yes. we were able to touch it. And Father, there are so many so many men and so many women that are 
hurting their father because they were abused by aunts and mothers and and relatives and friends and and Lord, that's why we have all these things happening in the world today. And the church, some of the churches have kept it silent because they don't want to touch it. And some want to talk about it. Sometimes they, they allow people to stay quiet, dear Father. But today, as we have touched it and you have allowed us to touch it, we destroy the spirit of Molech, the spirit of Asherah, the spirit of Ishtar, the spirit of Baal, and the Baalim spirit. That where these things came from and we destroy these spirits, Father God. And we command them not to infest anymore, not to manifest and infest the lives of the people, even people of God. And Father, I will, we will join together, we rebuke and pull on and mash up and destroy these spirits right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we pray for those that have suffered as a result of incest and rape and molestation and whatever form of abuse their father. We cry out that they will be delivered and they will be saved. Father God, and as we will go on our threshing floors, we will remember all of these people and we'll cry out to you. And Father, we thank you for the breakthrough. I pray for Minister Sandra that you will strengthen her. And Father, that those that listen and they will get their deliverance and their breakthrough. There are so many hurting children. There are so many hurting fathers, so many hurting mothers. Father, because they don't know where to go. We cry out as a people of God. We cry out as ministers of God. And Father, we would go on our faces before you on behalf of this situation that you, God, has given us the answer, which is the threshing floor, that we'll call that the plague will be stopped because we would cry out to you. We thank you for doing it, Lord. In Jesus' name. Bless Minister Sandra today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Do not go yet, Pastor Savitri. I want you to announce the name of your ministry and your WhatsApp phone number so that people could reach out to you. You could do over the phone deliverance for those who are abused, their family abused, boy, oh, girl, to the man, child. What's the name of yeah. your ministry? The name of our ministry is Out of the Box Ministries 1. Out of the Box Ministries 1. And your phone number for WhatsApp. Three eight zero. Three eight zero. Three eight zero. Four eight six nine. Three eight zero four eight six nine. What's the error code? One eight six eight. Okay. Our number is one eight six eight. Three eight zero four eight six nine four eight six nine out of the box ministry apostle One. savage guy if you want to call her for minister Sandra, i was not ordained as an apostle but a prophet savage okay the ordination okay prophet savage jagai if you would like to contact her for over the phone deliverance, if you're out of the states, her number is 868-380. What's the last four? 4869. 4869. 868-380. No, it is important that you put it is one one eight six eight minutes of Sandra. One eight six eight. Okay, go ahead and announce your number. Yeah, the number is one eight 
1-868-380-4869. That's our number for over-the-phone deliverance. If you need deliverance, you could call her. If you didn't get the number, uh, you could I, you could reach out to me. I will give it to you. Glory to God. And her ministry is called Out of the Box Deliverance. You heard the story. It was very powerful. When she come back on Iron Sharpener, she'll be, we'll be talking about men and boys who have been abused. Yes. Household abused outside in the schools, wherever they go, they've been abused and how you could help your family to go through the process of divine healing. Amen. I, I mean, Glory sometimes a lot, of, a lot of people bypass men and one of the ministries god gave me is also to minister to men because a lot of people yes. do not know that men hurt uh, sometimes more men than hurt men are abused as well glory to god yeah. and pastor savagery is is uh anointed for deliverance to break the chains amen so we're going to use her a, a powerful vessel of god for deliverance we got to take all we can from her glory to god so our number again is 868-380-4869 out of the box ministries she's in trinidad and tobago but she's willing to take phone calls glory to god she will be back and we'll be continuing on this topic of abuse men and boy, thank you, one of God. I celebrate you. I honor you. I celebrate the anointing upon your life. Glory to God. I am sharpener. Thank you. We are glad that you're connected with us. I thank God for divine connection. God knew what he was doing when he said, go for it with iron sharpener. And he will send the help that I need. He will send the, the vessels that he wants to use for the world to hear about. So again, we celebrate the great woman of God. Thank you so much. Love you. Glory to God. And as soon as we are clear at the airport, glory to God, I will meet you in person and it will be <laughs> glorious. <laughs> and you're anointed doctor, Pastor Karen Savagey. I, I can't wait to meet you guys. This will be glorious. Praise Amen. God. We're going to commercial break glory to god but before i i play the other commercial i want to announce the one that that are not on the i want to announce dr tanya maids all the way in Hudson, new york board certified surgeon obgyn glory to god she is a great woman of god board certified obgyn one of the top doctors upstate new york she also specializes in laser skin care, hair removal, acne removal, microneedling, everything about aesthetics, medical aesthetics. Dr. Tanya Mays, you could look for her online. Glory to God. I will tell you her website in a minute. Dr. Tanya Mays. Let me find it. Glory to God. Um. Our phone number is 
1-800-568-7405. Our address for our practice is 968 Columbia Street, Hudson, New York. 968 Columbia Street, Hudson, New York, 12534. And our website is www.serenitymedispa.com. Serenity Medispa, Medispa.com. Dr. Tanya Mays, board certified surgeon, OBGYN, and laser skin care. Glory to God. Powerful woman of God, woman of excellency. I recommend her five star. Praise God. I also want to announce a catering business, Jay's Cuisine. Jay's Cuisine, Hudson. New York, upstate New York. He does delivery. You you call and you make your order. 518-965-1926. 518-965-1926. You make your order. American meals. It is wonderful. Okay, so we're going to play the other commercials. Randall, are you Glory here? To God. There's a few businesses I want to announce. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area and you need an automobile, a used automobile, you want to contact GMD Auto, Auto Mart. GMD Auto Mart. And the number is 678-751-1431. 678-751-1431. GMD auto mart used cars are available glory to god if you are in the upstate new york area and you're looking for properties you want to connect with win morrison realty all the way in catskill new york and you want to connect me sandra buchanan 518-267-9181 if you want to buy land to build new projects if you want to sell your property you want to buy commercial multi-units if you want to buy storage units whatever way you want to invest now is the time it is a seller's market glory to god so i would be your agent upstate new york downstate new york glory to god you want to connect also, if you're in the upstate New York area and you need a seamstress, you want to connect with Leela Smith. She does dressmaking, tailoring, seamstress. You alter men and women clothing. She also do um, custom made. If you need have fabric, you want to make a fresh outfit. She does that. If you're out of state, you could ship your measurements and the fabric to her. She will get it done. Her name is Leela Smith. And her number is 518-653-0600. Again, 518-653-0600. If you're looking for a caterer for Caribbean dishes, you want to connect with Caribbean Kitchen. And the number is 518-653-3764. 518-653-3764. Three seven six four Caribbean Kitchen. She does catering. If you're having a party or an event and you need some delicious Caribbean meals, you want to connect with Margaret Ryman at Caribbean Kitchen. 
if you need your car to be detailing, like brand new, you want to connect with Dorian Ryman and Auto Rhyme Car Detailing. Auto Rhyme Car Detailing, and his number is 518-653-3764. If you need a tax preparer, it's tax time. You want to connect with Celia Graham in Hudson, New York, and her number is 518 518- 821-5164. Again, 518-821-5164. Sila Graham Tax Preparer. Glory to God. If you're looking for a home church to go to in the Hudson, upstate New York area, you don't have a place where you go for fellowship. You can fellowship with us at All Nations Church, Hudson, New York. It's at 389 Fairview Avenue, Hudson, New York. 389 Fairview Avenue, Hudson, New York, and it's right in the Bagel Time Plaza on Fairview Avenue. Our worship time is 3 p.m. every Sunday. 3 p.m. every Sunday. And we have a Bible studies every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And we also have Bible studies every Thursday night at 7 p.m. So come and fellowship with us at All Nations Church. It is glorious glory to God. If you are in the Hudson, New York area and you're looking for a day spa, Serenity Wellness Center Day Spa, a spa like no other, Serenity Wellness Day Spa is also mobile. We could come to you for spa parties. You may be looking for a gift to buy a loved one, a friend, a mother, father, whoever it is. We sell gift certificates. They're on sale for Father's Day, for Mother's Day, for Easter, for every occasion. Gift certificates are online at serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com. Again, serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com. A spa like no other. It's in Hudson, New York. Glory to God. And the website is www.serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com. Welcome back. So we are ending our show today. I just want to thank you for listening to Iron Sharpener and DFWI Gospel. I want to thank you for logging out on ironsharpener.net and YouTube, Facebook, Vimeo. Glory to God on LinkedIn. I welcome all my new viewers. And also, if you want to be a guest on Iron Sharpener, you have a story, you want to share a gifting inside of you, your talent that you want to impact this generation, call us at 518-703-8487, 518-704-8387. Or you could send us an email at ironsharpener21 at gmail.com, ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your testimony. We want to hear your story. We want to, you to give birth to your greatness that God of place inside of you. Oh, glory to God. If you have a business and you want to be our sponsor, we will advertise your businesses on Iron Sharpener. Glory to God. If you want to advertise an an event, a party, whatever it is, this is an opportunity for you to advertise your event and your businesses on this platform. Glory to God. So I just want to thank you for logging in, for tuning in every week on Iron Sharpener. God bless you. Stay tuned next week for greatness that's coming on. Bye.